Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And uh, globalnews.ca reported that food costs for the average Canadian family will rise $1,000 in 2022. And that information from Professor Sylvain Charlebois, the Director of Agri-Foods Analytics Laboratory and a professor at Dalhousie University. And Professor Charlebois joins us on The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Professor, thank you for the time. Let me just go back as far as we can. When did this begin? When did the rise in food costs begin, and it, when did it become really noticeable? Very good question. Uh, let's let's put some context to, to this. Uh, uh, for about 30 years, uh, food prices in Canada were a non-issue, really. Uh, and I say between uh, the great oil crisis in the 70s to about um, the financial crisis of 2007-2008, um during that period really we saw prices go up but very insignificantly and people just didn't notice people weren't even talking about food prices if you rem- if you remember but in the 70s it was a different story i remember uh, going to the grocery store with my mom and uh, all we bought were food products on special and that's it i mean everything had a red tag on it uh Today, we're kind of going back to that era. So the era of cheap food really ended about a decade ago. And since then, we've seen prices rise. And, and that's essentially because growing products uh, is becoming more complicated. Markets fluctuate quite a bit. Uh, currencies fluctuate quite a bit. Uh, the, the macro environment overall is much less predictable than a few decades ago and uh and that is reflected in 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 the cost of food yeah now we see price hikes in a lot of consumer items and particularly again with the supply chain challenge that we're facing but when people start to take notice of the increase in the price of food that speaks volumes doesn't it oh absolutely and uh We've reached a point uh, where people are actually noticing and they can actually quantify the impact of uh, of their grocery bill on their lives. Uh, So this year was particularly difficult and challenging for for a lot of people because you may feel you're paying more for stuff, but when you actually start to realize how much money you're spending on something – uh, that's when behavior changes. I mean, you will change your behavior, will change uh, how you make your decisions. And and frankly, Roy, I actually do think that Canadians the last decade or so have become uh, much more strategic about how they buy food, whether it's at the restaurant or in a grocery store. Uh, I'm seeing a change in behavior. They are trying to figure out ways to uh, save more money. They'll go to different grocery stores. They'll they'll look at different sections of the grocery stores. They'll go uh, at different times uh, in a store as well. So they're they're becoming way more secure, and they do show up with more information. and And they know they should know. Most of us uh, do know how much we should be paying for items we we have on our list. Yeah. So the conversation I've heard, and particularly the last few weeks 
is people saying, I went to the grocery store and I bought X number of items. I bought less than I normally do because I knew prices were higher. So I looked at what I had on the shopping cart. I got to the cashier and I thought, this is probably what it's all going to cost me. And then I underestimated significantly. That's the, that's the narrative that you hear over and over. Oh, my God, I had no idea it was going to cost me this much to buy this little. Exactly. And, uh, and so because people are starting to, again, quantify, putting right. numbers to, to a cart, a food cart, uh, that's when it, come, it becomes real. And we ha- we've been talking about inflation for quite some time now. We've been talking about supply chain issues, and, and people actually are trying to understand what's going on beyond the grocery store, which is really interesting, Roy. This is something I've, I've been studying supply chains. For 25 years, uh, this year alone, I think I've actually had to entertain dozens and dozens of questions related to, to the supply chain, which is the obscure part of the food industry. Nobody really you know, felt it was there or wanted to know it was there, but it was there. I mean, the B.C. floods is another example. But the B.C. floods really, again, um, uh, put some light onto the obscure part of 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 our food industry, how how things get to shelves in a grocery store, and all of the mechanics behind shelves in a grocery store will cost money, and it is costing more money. Professor Charlebaum, when we talk about the main factors that are responsible for the rise in food prices, so we, we have the inflationary reality, we have high energy costs, labor shortages, supply chain snarls, and I get that from the from the globalnews.ca story, but that is that the core of the reality, and where does it extend to? Well, so first of all, we we measure food inflation, we we forecast uh, food inflation, uh, and yes, prices are going up. Uh, and, and frankly, Roy, I mean, we should expect prices to go up regardless. Uh, the challenge is affordability. Uh, so yeah. you can actually have a three, four percent uh, food inflation rate, but if if salaries don't follow, that that creates a problem. Yeah. And I'll give you one metric that that we follow very closely. The United Nations actually has a global food security index, and in that in that index, they do look at food affordability. Canada was ranked 18th in the world last year in 2020. Uh, we weren't. We weren't 150th, uh, we weren't first, but we were 18th. Now, this year, we're down to 24th. And given what's going on with wages and, and, and with food inflation, my bet is that Canada will actually drop even further in that ranking. Wow. And we did speak with the food banks uh, in this country a few weeks ago and got a sense of just how significantly important food banks have become to our general population. What are the foods that are going to be most affected uh, well, it's uh, so when you look at all of the categories that we survey, uh, the top ones are food service, restaurants. Right. That's that's kind of an easy one to mitigate because, well, even though thirty percent of our food budget goes to uh, restaurants, typically, if you stay away from restaurants, you'll be you'll be you'll be fine. But the top category at retail is dairy. Uh, you may recall, Roy. Uh, a few weeks ago, the Canadian Dairy Commission uh, recommended that dairy producers uh, get a pay raise of 8.4%. Yeah, you and I talked about that. We did, absolutely, a few weeks ago. 
And, and that will have a huge impact. Only a few days after we, we spoke about it, you and I, Lactalis, which is the largest uh, dairy processor in Canada, announced that it, is, it, it was raising its, uh, its prices by 15% starting February 1st. So as you can imagine, as these increases work their way through the chain, it will end up hitting consumers probably mid-February, end of February. Mm. And so that dairy section in the grocery store will become way more expensive in 2022. So if I remember correctly, that conversation we had, after we talked about dairy, you said that we should expect to see prices rise up and down every aisle of the grocery store. Yes? Yes, absolutely. And uh, there is one uh, silver lining that I should mention for uh, meat lovers out there. I know it's been a tough year for you guys. Uh, Meat prices, I mean, the, the entire trifecta, meat trifecta, got more expensive, pork, chicken, beef. But we are expecting a bit of a break in 2022. We are expecting meat prices to go up by no more than 2%. Uh, so that's good news for, uh, for meat lovers out there. Okay. Now, you also told us previously that vegetables were still a good deal, or maybe the best deal of the grocery store, but veggies are going up as well, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And so the uh, so last year, so our accuracy rate is not bad. Out of uh, the last 11 years, we were right 10 uh, years out of 11. Uh, but when you look at specific categories, our accuracy rate is a bit lower. And uh, uh, last year, we predicted that vegetables would be up by 5%, and we completely missed the mark on that one. Uh, it, actually, vegetables are cheaper than last year. <laughs> Uh, the currency uh, remained stronger than expected, and harvest in Canada in many parts uh, was quite strong. But we are expecting some, uh, some, uh, some bumps uh, in 2022, and so vegetables uh, should be up by about 5%. Okay. So, uh, but again, we may be wrong. I mean, forecasting is not an easy thing to do. Overall, uh, we are pretty confident with our forecast, but when you look at specific categories, you never know what's going to happen. So that $1,000 figure, the uh, the cost for the average Canadian family, food cost for 2022 rising $1,000, is that a fluid number? Are, are there upward pressures on foods that could drive that number beyond the $1,000? Um, well, dairy is, is quite concerning, to be honest. I, I think that our uh, prediction is is quite conservative. Uh, dairy this year was was our meat last year. Meat we actually did expect meat prices to go up, and they did go up, but we actually missed the mark. We were expecting meat prices to go up by six percent. It went up nine point five percent. So that's big. Uh, we uh, we underestimated that inflation. It may be the case for dairy, to be honest, because uh, dairy margins are very low. And we're seeing salaries going up and, and input costs. And when you make cheese, uh, when you make um, yogurt, your primary input is milk. It's butter fat. And so butter uh, fat will go up by 12.4% at Farmgate. Yeah. That's going to have to impact bakery, which is why bakery is uh, going to be up 7%. So you can see that dairy at 8% will impact other categories, and dairy is a very important category for many, many Canadians out there. So, you know, there's a finite amount of money people have for anything. Is there something 
that could deliver downward pressure to the prices? Well, the currency, I mean, if, if, uh, if our dollar uh, remains strong against the greenback, that, that will help, especially over the next few months uh, during the winter semester. The other thing is oil. If oil drops, that's great. Uh, that could actually help, uh, too. The weather is the wild card, Roy. We never know what Mother Nature has in mind. Mm-hmm. Every year there's something that goes on. Uh, sometimes it's actually uh, helpful for, for farmers, but this year, uh, it, it, especially in the northern hemisphere, it wasn't great. So there they were, they were droughts in Russia, Canada, the U.S. Do you remember the Eat Dome out west? Yes. We had floods in Europe. So it, it wasn't really a great year, which is why if you're making food, Right now, you're paying more for your inputs. And, and frankly, I actually do think that the food industry gave a bit of a break to consumers uh, because of COVID. But in the new year, I think they're going to have to really defend their margins as much as possible. We, we have to be thankful to the food industry. I mean, I'm an observer. Yeah. And the things that I've seen from the food industry is was nothing short of a miracle. I mean, they've okay. delivered, they've executed. Okay. Uh, when the BC floods happened a few weeks ago, I thought, oh my goodness, BC is going to be food insecure. And right. no, no, they, they, farmers work together, processors right. work together. Professor Charlebois, I have to. not food insecure. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.